Hey, before we start the show, let me remind you that I'm going to be down in sunny Florida on February 25th, 6th, and 27th at podfest.us. And if you use the coupon code GIFT, that's G-I-F-T, you can save when you sign up and come down and get tan with me in February. That's going to be cool. Today on episode number 497 of the School of Podcasting's Morning Announcements, which you can find at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 497, I'm going to give you some insights into a new media host called Omni Studio. I've got some alternatives to recording on Skype, and there are many things you need to have a successful podcast. You need great content, you need great sound, and you need great promotion, but you need one more thing, and without this thing, you're never going to make it, and that's what we're talking about today. Hit it, ladies! The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I am your personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in. I deeply appreciate it. If you're new to the show, we talk about all things podcasting here from planning to promoting all points in between. I help you massage your message. I help you tackle the technology. I help you face your fears and flatten that learning curve and get you on the road to pain-free podcasting. Our website is schoolofpodcasting.com. And if you want to save a little bit when you sign up, use the coupon code LISTENER, that is L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, as the School of Podcasting will be open through January, and it'll be closing as I go in and revamp it. So if you want to get in now at a much reduced rate, you got to sign up before the end of January, just letting you know ahead of time. So uh, today, what we're talking about is a little bit about technology and a little bit about your attitude. Yes, that is the fourth thing that you need to have a successful podcast. We kind of talked about this last week with The Real Brian. If you missed that, we talked about the three things you need to have a profitable podcast. Today, we're kind of dealing with kicking off a new year. Originally, I was going to do this topic at the beginning of the year. But I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? No, let's do this two weeks in because at that point, all of our New Year's resolutions have worn off and we're already back to our old habits. So think about this, right? We need great content, great sound, great promotion, and a great attitude because no matter how great your your show sounds and how much you promote it, without great content, it's not going to succeed. Um, No matter how great your content is, if it's painful to listen to, or you have to constantly adjust the volume, nobody's going to listen to that. And no matter how great you sound and how great your content is, if you don't promote it, if you go with the, if I build it, they will come, well, your growth is going to be awfully slow. So without a great attitude, you're not going to be able to handle it when things don't go according to plan. Because you have to be able to roll with the punches. You have to dodge those trolls. You have to embrace constructive feedback. You have to be able to celebrate other people's success. And remember, you have to always serve your audience. And that, my friends, is easier said than done. And so today, you know, there are a lot of people that help you start your year. I'm a big fan of Michael Hyatt. He has your best year ever. John Lee Dumas has this new thing called the Freedom Journal that basically says he can get you anywhere you want to be in 100 days. And today I brought on uh, Terrence Stevenson who is from leadcommunicategrow.com. And one of the things I really liked as I met uh, Tarun for the first time, he's from Australia, you'll hear in a minute, is the fact 
that he is part of the John Maxwell team. Now, if you've never heard of John Maxwell, he's a phenomenal author, all about leadership, all about making impact. One of my favorite books is How to Influence People and Make a Difference in Your World. Uh, pretty much, if it says John Maxwell on the cover, I would read it. I've yet to read a bad John Maxwell book because you guys know me. I love to think, and his books always make me think. And so Tarun Stevenson is a John Maxwell coach. He's also a speaker, and I wanted to deal with, again, dealing with burnout and then talking about influence, which are some of the greatest topics that John Maxwell talks about. So Tarun, thanks for coming on the show, buddy. It's absolutely my pleasure, Dave. And, you know, I really appreciate the work that people like yourself do because, I mean, I'm somebody who loves podcasts because I commute a lot and I just, you know, use podcasts like yours to make my commute more fun, to learn while I'm commuting. And I think the work that you put into what you do is just so valuable to everybody. Do you have any, uh, any favorite podcasts that, uh, when they hit your phone, you're just like, oh, got to, you know, jump into that one? Uh, look, I've got to admit, I've got one who I'm an absolute fan of. It's a, a gentleman named Kerry Newhoff. He's a uh, leader up in Canada, and he does a weekly podcast on leadership, and I absolutely love his podcast. Um, got to say, I, I never miss an episode of that one. All right, I'll have to, to check it out. So, well, let's talk a little bit about avoiding burnout. What do you think are some of the, the common like pitfalls of, of that lead people into burnout? You know, something that I've become more aware of uh, in, in, in recent times for myself and, and through my own experiences of, of having experienced burnout, I think one of the, the crucial factors is the loss of hope. Mm. Uh, if people get to a point where they, they believe there's no way forward or they, they've lost perspective of where they're going and how they're going to get there, it's a very demoralizing place to be. If you've, if you've got no, no focus on where you're heading, it's easy to get bogged down in the mundane of life and the everyday and the busyness of life, and it becomes the catalyst, I think, for the burnout. Uh, busyness without purpose and meaning is kind of like the, uh, the duck who's spinning his legs underneath the water. He may seem serene on top of the water, but he's frantically paddling underwater. <laughs> and um, I think unless you feel like you're going somewhere, that paddling is exhausting. Yeah, so how does one you know, go about kind of finding their groove to, to you know, siphon off the stuff that's not productive? And Any tips on that? For, for me, I think the thing that I was stuck on is my perception of where I should be and where I found myself were two different things. Mm. And I think a lot of people have that. You know, you have this uh, ideal life, this it might be a dream job or it might be a dream situation that you're working towards and that you hope to uh, and aspire to get to. But then the reality is you've got to pay the bills. You know, you've got kids, you've got a mortgage, you've got all the things of life that just happen and they happen regularly and they look nothing like your dream life. And often, I know in my experience, I found myself in this place where I was really stuck because I knew what I wanted to do. I knew where I wanted to be. And then when I looked at my life, it looked nothing like that. And I felt discouraged. I felt like, well, maybe I'll never get there. Maybe I'll never be this person that I'm hoping to be. And being able to value 
my present situation is essential to being able to move forward. So often we are so discontented with where we are at because we're trying so hard to get somewhere else that we miss the important stuff in our life right now. If I can allude to a story, many years ago when I was uh, in my 20s, I worked in a nursing home. One of my jobs was to take them on an outing on a bus trip once a month. And inevitably, the conversation went something like this. How are you doing today, Betty? And, sh- and she would say, oh, it's way too cold today. Uh, my, bones, my bones ache and it was hard to get out of bed and I can't wait till summer comes. And how, how are you doing, Margaret? Oh, it's so cold today. Um, I, I don't know why we're out in this weather. This is way too cold. And then there would, we'd go through that sort of discussion about the weather and there would always be this one man, John, and he was in his 90s. And I'd say, how are you, John, today? And he would say, I'm fantastic today. What a beautiful day it is. I can't wait to go out and do what we're going to do, and I can't wait to see what we're going to see. And, you know, that experience taught me something, is that seasons happen. It's always going to be summer, and it's always going to be winter, and it's always going to be spring, and we can always find something to complain about. Mm. Or we can choose to find something to value in the day something to be excited about, something to be enthusiastic about. And I think that perspective on our situations, when we feel stuck, when we feel like our life is not our ideal life, it's really important to be able to get ourselves in a mindset where we start valuing the present because very quickly our moments, our experiences, they disappear and all we're left with is memories. And if those memories are regrets, we always feel like we never achieved anything with our life. But if we've learned to value the present and the experiences that we have, then no matter where we're at in our life, we're always going to be able to move one step forward. Because there are times, especially with podcasting, where you know somebody will, will go out on a Facebook group or whatever. They're like, hey, I just you know went over a million downloads or I just got this or that. And you're sitting there with your your 200 downloads an episode or whatever you have. And you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, and you just, you don't want to be jealous. You're kind of happy that somebody's having success, but on the other hand, yeah, it's easy to, to really talk yourself onto a ledge. And uh, instead of thinking, wow, I've got, I always tell people, if you have 200 downloads, uh, maybe you have a super niche podcast, my background's in teaching. So I think in multiples of 20, because that's a classroom. And I'm always right. like, that's, that's 10 classrooms. That's a whole floor of a building that is tuned wow. into your show. And, you know, don't, uh, don't take those people for granted because there's, you know, hundreds of thousands of podcasts to listen to and they chose yours. What are the things when it comes to, to setting goals, maybe for 2016, any best practices that, that you like to recommend for folks? Yeah, I, I think, first of all, reflect on your week, uh, on your year gone. We've all got experiences and events that were wins and some of them are losses. And I think it's good to reflect on all of them and ask yourself, what did I learn? Which experiences actually helped me to grow beyond what I was last year? And often enough, it's the negative experiences or it's the experiences that we perceive as bad that give us the most opportunity for growth. And so as we reflect, we can actually look at those situations and say, okay, what is it about that situation that I learned that helped me to become better than I was last last year. 
And if we can start applying the habits of those lessons into our daily life, you know, maybe it was just the habit of learning how to get up earlier. I've been teaching myself how to do that this year. How do you get up before you would prefer to get up so you can be more productive? And it might be something really small, but if you can turn it into a habit, sometimes those small habits can become the catalyst for the next year's success. So that's where I would start. Reflect on the previous year. Then I would look at what is it that you want to achieve. And I've got four things that I like to, I guess, look at. And probably most of your listeners have heard of SMART goals. And Mm -hmm. really, this is derived from that. But the first one is just be really specific about what it is that you want to achieve. If you want to lose weight this year, don't just say, I want to lose weight this year. I want to lose 30 pounds this year. Then put a deadline on it. Put a timeline on it. I want to lose 30 pounds by December 2016 so that your actual, you've got something to work towards. That's that hope thing coming in. I know where I'm heading. I've got a clear picture of where I'm heading. And so even when it gets tough, I can keep in perspective where I'm heading. The second, uh, the third thing I would say is keep the, when you're setting a goal, keep the tension between realism and challenging yourself. If you make your goal too easy, you're never really going to progress. You're just going to keep doing the same thing you've always done. But if it is so outlandish that it is beyond the scope of reality, you lose hope very quickly. So if I can maybe elaborate on that, going back to the losing 30 pounds by December. Now, if I said I want to lose 30 pounds by the end of next week, well, any expert will tell you that's practically impossible and if you could lose 30 pounds in one week, it would be downright unhealthy. You would be doing something drastically bad for your body. And so when I talk about realism, it's about it's not about limiting yourself. I'm, I believe in shooting for the stars. I believe in challenging yourself with something that's really big and really scary. But at the same time, putting it in the bounds of what's realistic for human beings to achieve. Does that make sense? Sure. Because uh, yeah. when we make it too challenging – then we, it's again, the minute we don't hit it, then we start beating ourselves up. See, I told you I couldn't do it. And then we're back back to no hope. The fourth thing I would say is focus on becoming a person who can achieve the goal rather than achieving the goal itself. So most goals are driven, most achievements are driven by personal internal character, self-doubt, self-esteem, personal discipline, they are all the things that drive your ability to achieve your goal. So if you focus on becoming a better person on the inside, focus on building your character, the goals will come as a byproduct of that. But if all you ever do is focus on the goal and you never build your character, build your internal self, then you may achieve the goal. But I've found often enough the the lack of that internal fortitude and character will become the things that become obstacles along the way. Oh, absolutely. That's the person that, you know, they have the weight loss surgery, but they don't realize that the, the eating was a, a symptom of a problem and you've, you've fixed yeah. the symptom, but you didn't fix the problem. 
That's right. And, and look, we, we live in a society, uh, Western developed society is a society that is obsessed with treating symptoms, mm. not root problems. And so we've got, we've got drugs for everything and we've got quick fixes for everything and everybody wants the quick fix. But the trouble with quick fixes is they never deal with the root cause. And you might deal with the symptom in that area, but that root cause is going to appear somewhere else in your life. And until we get to the point where we start asking ourselves hard questions like, why do I do this? Why is it I feel this way? What is it I need to change about myself to actually avoid doing this in the future? When we get to that place, that's where we really experience growth on another level. Yeah, absolutely. If we focus on those little things that that make great content instead of the, you know, we focus on, oh, I want, you know, whatever, thousands of downloads. Well, okay, well, what what gets you thousands of downloads? Well, that's, mm-hmm. you know, being a person of influence, having great content, interacting with your, and developing relationships with your audience and things like that. So in the same way, if I focus on eating, you know, fruits and vegetables and exercising, if I do those things, it should lead to weight loss. And in the same way that if I create great content and take time to promote it and interact with my audience and build relationships, that should lead to, you know, big download numbers in the end. Absolutely. And that's the thing to remember with any kind of personal development, any kind of project. It takes time. Anything worth having is going to take time. I I heard the analogy once, if you want to grow a garden of weeds, you don't have to do anything. You just leave the garden alone. But if you want to grow anything of beauty and of value, if you want to grow vegetables, if you want to grow flowers, you actually have to work at it. It takes time for a garden to grow and flourish. You have to weed things out. You have to water it. You have to feed it with fertilizer. And our lives are the same. Anything good that we want, it takes time. It takes effort. It takes habit. It takes constantly going back and doing the same things over and over again until we start to see the beauty come through. If we're looking for a quick fix, well, just leave it alone and your weeds will grow up and you won't achieve much. But I think hard work and effort and consistency is what in the long run sees the best results. Well, um, let's talk a little bit. I know one of the things that that you like to talk about is being a a person of influence. And um, how do you define influence? Let's just start there. I think everybody is influential. Let's just start with that. I think we all influence people around us all the time. What you probably need to ask of yourself is what kind of influence am I being? Am I being a positive influence? Am I helping people become better people of themselves? Or am I pulling people down? Um, no matter, you know, no matter where you're at in life, you're influencing, you might be influencing your children, you're influencing your spouse, you're influencing your boss at work. But the kind of influencer is what I think I'm really interested in and becoming a person who influences others for good, for influences others to be positive and to be better in their life. That's the kind of influencer I want to be. If, if somebody's looking at, we're, we're talking a little bit about influencing now. We've got our goals. We've, uh, 
we've kind of cleared out some of the clutter in our life and we realize that watching reruns of Frasier or Friends is not going to grow our podcast any. So yeah. we, we started to find our groove. Like what is a way somebody could increase their influence? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm going to give you some tips that these are actually from John Maxwell. He has a book, um, Becoming a Person of Influence, and it's an excellent book if you ever want to get a, a really easy primer for becoming more influential. And just some of the, the tips that he gives. One, start with integrity. Live your life in a way that people can trust you. People will respect the way that you operate. Even if you're not in charge, they will respect the way you operate if you operate with integrity. If you're the person that you know turns up on time, you, you operate honestly, you don't do things underhandedly, that is going to earn respect and ultimately build influence in the long run than anybody who is a self-promoter over anybody that's a self-promoter. So you know, start with integrity. Um, the other thing is a person of influence is somebody who nurtures others if you look at, I was just chatting with a friend just yesterday over lunch and she was saying how you look at the most successful billionaires in the world, guys like Richard Branson, Warren Buffett, you know, John Maxwell, these influencers actually live their lives to nurture other people. They find ways to help other people, promote other people, to give to causes beyond themselves. And I really think that's a key of people who are really influential. They don't live for themselves. They've moved beyond that stage and they actually committed themselves to living their lives and focusing on the well-being and the benefit of other people. And so I, I would really encourage, as you're making goals for 2016, ask yourself, how do these goals that I'm making help others around me? Am I actually just setting goals for myself and they are important or do I have some things in there that are actually going to add value and build into the lives of other people and that's really important. Um, and I would say that the third thing is be a listener. If you've ever sat in a conversation and somebody just talks and talks and talks, they, they forget there are other people there, they forget there are other people in the conversation I think it's really important to learn the skill of listening. And I became aware of this in myself three years ago. I, I thought to myself, hey, I feel like I just heard my own voice in that whole conversation. I don't remember anything anyone else ever said because I was always looking for the, the next answer to what they were saying, the next anecdote to interject my own opinion into the, the conversation. And so to be able to learn how to sit back and just be present in what other people are saying and then suppress your own desire to actually even respond, but just to listen and to make them feel like they've been heard because that's rare. It's rare to sit down with somebody and come away feeling like you've been heard at your deepest sense of yourself. And if you can become someone who makes other people feel heard well, I guarantee you, you'll become a person of influence because people will want to be around you because when you speak, you'll only speak when there's something valuable to say and people will want to hear what you're saying. So that's just three things off the top. Right. You know, integ integrity, um, nurturing other people, thinking about other people and being a listener. There, there's a number of other things and there's, there's other um, you know, books that you can get. 
But, you know, I would say right off the top, that's three things that anybody could do. Tarun, thank you so much. Your, your website, again, is tarunstevenson.com. And uh, I know you said you would set up a, a special page for our uh, listeners, so I'll let you talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it to make it easier for you to find my website, you can actually just uh, type in leadcommunicategrow.com. goes to the same place. But that's just easier than figuring out how to spell Tarun Stevenson. <laughs> but I've set up a page for your listeners where they can actually download a PDF that uh, details goal setting and some of the tips and strategies around finding motivation when you're lacking motivation or you feel like you're stuck in a rut. And so if you go to leadcommunicategrow.com forward slash grow me, that's leadcommunicategrow.com forward slash grow me and you'll be able to download that pdf and i've also included a free audio teaching from john maxwell on the 15 laws of growth invaluable laws of growth so they can actually uh, access that free teaching and that's a great way to kickstart personal development we talked about uh, working on the internal self working on the character and uh, developing the person that you are um, around other people. And that's a great way to start that. So if you want to access that, go to that page. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking your time to, uh, what time is it there in uh, Australia? It's 10.30 a.m. on a Wednesday morning. Okay. Cause it's about seven o'clock here, my time. So I was, sure. I appreciate you getting up, I guess, in this case to uh, <laughs> take it's some time on your day. My pleasure, absolutely, and it's great to talk to your listeners, and I look forward to meeting some of you uh, online. By all means, reach out, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'll put those links on the show notes uh, with Dave as well, and it would be great to get to know some of you in person. Absolutely. Thank you so much. My pleasure, Dave. Thank you. And again, that website is leadcommunicategrow.com slash growme, or you can just go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 497. I've got everything listed there in the show notes. Now, if you're on a treadmill or you're walking the dog or you're in the grocery store right now and you're like, oh, you know, I always forget to go back to the show, you can actually have the show notes come to you. Go to schoolofpodcasting.com. Again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash newsletter. Sign up for the newsletter, and you'll have all the show notes sent to you when a new episode comes out. Thicken up your skin and get ready for a supersized serving of opinion. Delivering constructive criticism and powerful praise, it's the Podcast Review Show. And what it does is it slows down your website. Yeah. Um, and I was wondering why it was loading so slow. Yeah. An iTunes link, a Stitcher link, and an Android logo. And it looks like they're supposed to go with those paragraphs, but yeah. they don't really go with them. I threw it into the a tool where I can look at your ID3 tags. And, yeah. And you don't have any. Really like your logo. I think the sharp edges of the gear mixed with the soft fluid coming out of it was a really cool logo. Nice design there. Like I say, there are a lot of things I liked about the show. We don't bring you in here to just bash you. If your stated goal is to get people on the mailing list, make that your call to action and then make it valuable. Something I wrote out a, a, a example, maybe something like each week we send out a new idea to save the world. You want in? Visit minddrippings.link and let us know where to send the ideas. Ideas are currency, so let's share. Everything that you guys said today is spot on. You're absolutely right. There are, there are some little weaknesses I need to improve on and I'm going to work on. If you'd like to get reviewed, go to podcastreviewshow.com slash review me. 
And that is the show I do with uh, Eric K. Johnson, the podcast talent coach. And we really go over your podcast from head to toe, over the technology, over the audio, over your website. And uh, if you do want to get reviewed, it's a great way. And we were actually talking, that was with Doug from MindDrippings.com, that little promo. And he was talking about he'd been reviewed by other websites, different podcast-related websites. And, well, let me play this clip as well. I hate to turn this into a giant commercial, but just check this out. I think you can – I don't think it's as – I don't feel like I'm going to get the, 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 the right kind of review there like with Dave mm-hmm. and Eric. I feel like you can say to people, hey, check my show out. Let, my show out, let me know what you – and they're all going to say, it's great. It's awesome because it's like a big promotional thing. Like everyone's going to pump each other up. Um, you can go and say, hey, review my show on iTunes and I'll review your show and I'll put a review in there. And everyone's just going to go in and say it was they don't even listen probably. <laughs> just, oh, it's really great. It's great. Now review my show. So it's I don't feel like I'm going to get the honesty. The honesty. So, hey, if you want an honest review with constructive feedback and positive praise, check it out. Podcast review show dot com slash review me. And that'll take you right over there. And if you haven't heard, there I swear every week there are more and more and more and even more features and tools coming out for podcasters. And the first one, they have some alternatives to recording Skype. And I actually had uh, the developer behind Zencaster now. Zencaster is Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. And right now it's free. And you can have up to like 10 people or more that you have on a a call, you basically, you go in, you set up, it's called a project, and you send everybody a link. They click on it once, and if they've got a microphone connected, they're in. And when it's done, it's actually recording their side of the conversation on their computer, and it uploads it to Zencaster. It then sends all those files. So if you have 10 people, you'll get 10 separate files, which actually sounds like a lot of a headache, but it makes it easy to edit if you have somebody who's a, a quiet talker and somebody that's a loud talker, things like that. Plus, you will get a combined version of this. So I just found out about this one and just started using it. And then somebody else just said, hey, what about EpiShow? This is epishow.com, which is basically the same thing. I just found out about that. Haven't had a chance to really play with it yet. But if you're sick of Skype and people sounding like they're underwater, you might want to check it out. Now, if you're using one of these systems, this is where I would recommend going over to bestpodcastinggear.com. Now, that's my Amazon store. And picking up a portable recorder because I can't vouch for how reliable these things are. And if they, you know, poop out on you, you're going to lose an interview. So what you can do is basically take your headphone out and get a cable and run it from the headphone out into a portable recorder and then plug your headphones into the portable recorder. That way, whatever you hear, you're recording and that way you're not relying on that. I always recommend that you have some sort of backup. And I have a video on how to do this out at uh, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 497. If uh, I realize it's a very visual thing to uh, think about. Now, the other thing that's new is if you're a regular listener of the show, there are all sorts of media hosts, and I'm a big fan of Libsyn. I'm a big fan of Blueberry. These are two of the companies that have been around forever. I like Spreaker. They have a little different plan because they do live stuff, so you don't get the unlimited hosting, but you get a ton of it. And then if you're really on a budget, 
So far, Podbean has not completely let me down. Their stats are a little wonky, but you know, it, it works. So when Omni Studio came out, you basically, uh, here's my criteria. I want to upload a file and have the same thing that I uploaded be downloaded. I don't want to lose the name of my file. I don't want to lose any of my ID3 tags, anything like that. And so I want what I upload to download. I want uh, my media host to support me. I want them to provide stats and I want them to charge for their service so that they don't go out of business. And Omni Studio is different as they have some features that are really geared towards radio stations. Like you can say, look at three o'clock, tune into this live stream and record it and bring it into Omni Studio. Now, does the average podcaster need that? I don't think so. But the other thing that's really unique is they allow you to edit things in the cloud. You can actually go out and edit out ums and nose and stitch things together and pieces parts, which again, radio stations are going to need because they might have parts of their broadcast that are not legally available for a podcast. You can actually cut it out there. So that is kind of new. The um, other thing that's kind of new, and, and I believe Alphonic does this as well, you can upload an intro, like, welcome to the show, da-da-da-da-da, and you could have an outro, da-da-da-da-da, that was the show, hope you liked it, bye. And then you could basically upload your content, and it will stitch them all together. And I've yet to download it yet, but I know they have a, a smartphone app where you can actually record your podcast from your phone and have it stitch it all together. And again, you can do this with Alphonic and have it post it to Libsyn for you. So... That's the kind of interesting news. The other, if we're going to go good news, is they charge $9 a month. Now, I'm going to explain why that's a bad thing in a minute. But the other bad news is there are these things inside your file called ID3 tags. It's kind of like if you cut down a tree, the rings tell a little bit about the tree. Well, the ID3 tags inside the MP3 file tell a little bit about the podcast. And while 70% of listeners may not notice that these are missing, Anyone who downloads your podcast and listens to it in something like Windows Media Player or iTunes on the desktop, they're going to basically think you're a hack because it's not that they've messed up the ID3 tags. It's the fact that they've eliminated them. So if you had them, you don't anymore. And part of this is because they're re-encoding your file as you upload it to 128 kilobits per second stereo. Now, if you care, they also rename your file. That one I can kind of overlook because they rename it to whatever the name of the post is that you upload it to on their site. It is a little confusing. They have a lot of verbiage that doesn't fit your typical kind of podcaster, like they have a company and then they have a program. Your program is your podcast, but a, a program consists of a playlist, which is also your podcast, which is made up of clips. So the verbiage is a little weird. And the other thing that I think I'm like, hmm, they charge $9 a month where everybody's like, ooh, wow, that's cheaper than anybody, even cheaper than SoundCloud, for an unlimited amount of uploads. Now, that means I can give them $9, and according to their website right now, I could upload five terabytes because they just want people to be creative. And unlimited downloads, according to their support, even though that doesn't, isn't said on their website. And so basically, that's a pretty disastrous business plan, and that's why people like SoundCloud lost $29 million last year. They do provide basic stats. There is a free plan. 
if you want to kick the tires. And I've got a link out at our show notes at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 497 where you can watch a video of me kind of showing you the ins and outs. And they did have some good things as well. They did think ahead in the fact that if you're using somebody like Blueberry for just their stats or PodTrack, you can put their redirect in. But to me, I guess the thing is, number one, they also, if you, you have to ask if you want to leave their system, you have to ask to have them put in a redirect. So you can say, hey, iTunes, I'm not over here. I'm way over there now. And I like it. This is one of the things I like about Libsyn. You don't have to ask them. You just put in the code yourself and you're gone. So they make it really easy to leave because, well, when you have a good service, you don't have to hold your people hostage. So that was uh, a little different. So for me, I don't know. I just don't, I don't get it, I guess. I, I I don't understand why when people have perfectly great microphones, they continue to look for better microphones when what you have works great. I don't understand when they have a great media host, why they look for somebody else, because the ones that are out are fine. And that doesn't mean I'm never going to look at media hosts, but I have my criteria and this one doesn't meet it because if Libsyn, if Blueberry, if Spreaker and Podbean can let me upload a file and not mess with my ID3 tags. Now, again, I realize why, because they're re-encoding it and they're stitching it for me. And that stitching thing is optional, which I said, no, don't stitch it because I've already put the intro and outro in, just upload it, and it still messed with my ID3 tag. So I went, eh, for now, 30% of my audience is still pretty big. I don't want them thinking I'm a hack because they download a file and go, what the heck is this? Or they're listening to it in iTunes and go, why does Dave have the gray music note of death? This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time. Hey, that is going to do it for this episode. Just to give you a a little heads up of what's coming up in the future, if you're currently using FeedBurner, in fact, today I did a consulting call where FeedBurner, again, was causing issues with someone, and um, I have a course coming out that will show you how to move from FeedBurner to either PowerPress or Libsyn or whoever your RSS that you're using. And so if this is something you've always wanted to do, uh, I will have a course coming out very, very soon. And uh, to get an early crack at that, go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash newsletter and sign up. I'm actually recording the tutorials when I get done here, and it should be out by next week. But if you want to have an early crack at that, go over and sign up for the newsletter. Also, if you are thinking of starting a podcast and you're like, oh, I don't even have a website, and you have your idea, and you have the name of your show, you're kind of ready to go, you just need a little nudge, send me an email at dave at schoolofpodcasting.com. In the subject line, put quick start. And here's how this works. I will send you a link to where you can order your web hosting, and I'll give you a coupon code to get 25% off. And now for that, I earn a small commission, which is awesome. Now, how do you benefit? Well, you forward me an email that has your login and information. I'll log in. I'll install WordPress and some plugins to get you going. And I will give you a free month at the School of Podcasting. So if you're new to podcasting, don't even have a website, then 
send me an email with the phrase quick start and we'll get you going. If you're like, but Dave, I already have a website. Well, then use the coupon code listener when you sign up at the School of Podcasting and you'll save on your first month. Keep in mind that at the end of the month, the School of Podcasting will close for a short period and then reopen with new pricing. So if you want to get in on the old pricing you got to jump now. If you're a person that used to be a member of the School of Podcasting and you want to get back in, contact me and I can get you in on the old pricing because you want to get in now because prices are going up. So thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, if you're thinking no one will listen to you, if you're thinking I'm not a geek, if you're thinking I hate technology, I'm here to tell you that I have coached multiple people, hundreds of people, I guess at this point, past those same thoughts, and they're now having successful podcasts, and they're connecting with their community, and I would love to help you. So that's going to do it for this week at the School of Podcasting. Thanks so much for tuning in. Keep your attitude in check. Stay positive. Avoid that burnout, and I will see you next week. Until then, class is dismissed. Take care. And God bless.